Hey guys, it's Julie Salant, your intuitive healer and animal communicator for your life and your business. Welcome to my channel. Um, third time's a charm. <laughs> this is the third time I'm trying to do this video. Um, and this is a hard one for me to get through. And I wanted to talk to you because it's been coming up for me and this is about abandonment. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm going to try to get through this and not cry like I did on the other two. Um, abandonment is something that I thought that I had dealt with a long time ago. And just the other day, it came up for me. I was working out and I started to get really sad. And uh, I went to the car and just, I started to do a video for you guys. And I did the video, but it was so raw and I was crying. And I thought, nobody's going to really get this. So I'm trying to do it in a more reserved way, but still give you everything I have because what I do is because I'm a healer, I use my pain as rocket fuel. This is something that I've learned to do and it's helped me and I'm going to teach on it. But for this video, what's happening around the world with the pandemic is that things that have been working for a long time for a lot of people, and it can be your um, career, it can be your spirituality, it can be your marriage, it can be your girlfriend, your boyfriend, all of a sudden isn't working anymore. Or all of a sudden things are starting to pop up and you're like, wait a minute, I thought I dealt with this. Why is, why am I feeling this way again? And I realized that I have felt abandoned uh, and betrayed by my parents, my father, for a very, very long time. Now, more years than I care to admit. Now, <clears throat> just to preface this, I grew up in a very loving home and, you know, my sister and I were very wanted children. My parents loved us. They gave us a great life. I have nothing but good things to say about my parents. But things happen. And when you're young, you process things differently than adults do. And what happened to me was, you know, back in the day, my father and I used to work, we used to walk to this corner store. It would be like a small CVS, just think corner store where you could pick up your, you know, something at the pharmacy. And then, you know, there was penny candy and stuff like that. That was the way it was back then. And so we would walk over together and talk about our days. And then um, he would, you know, say hi, and then we'd go back. And this one day we were walking and I always loved jewelry. Like <laughs> that's my thing. Uh, anything shiny seems to kind of make me like, you know, dizzy. And, um, so there was a ring there, you know, they were probably like two bucks. Some, it was just something shiny and, you know, I was five years old. Okay. And so I thought, well, I'm, I really like that. So I'm just going to go grab it. And so I put it on my hand. Now this, I'm, again, I'm five years old. So there was no thought process behind this. And as we, we left, I was holding my dad's hand and he noticed, and he looked down, and he goes, Hey, where'd you get that ring? And I was like, um, um, I, found it. And he's like, no, where'd you get the ring? And I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, did you take it from the store? And I'm like, yep. And he's like, why'd you do that? And I'm like, well, I wanted it. And he said, well, you didn't buy it though. You, you didn't purchase it. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, you have to pay for that. You can't just take stuff. And I'm like, what, why, why not? I want this. This is mine. And he said, no, you have to take that back. He said, and you have to apologize because that's stealing. And I was like, no, no, no. 
I want this ring. I'm going to have it. I'm not bringing it back. He's like, no, you are bringing it back. And you have to apologize. So we had to go back and I had to take it off my finger, hand it back to the lady and apologize. This was humiliating, uh, shameful, embarrassing. I cried. Um, but I understood he, he would really make a point and say, do you understand why I'm telling you that you have to do this? And I understand that he wanted to teach me right from wrong. He didn't want me to be able to steal, obviously. But what happened was on the backside of that as a five-year-old was that I, I believed that he had taken the other woman's side and had put her ahead of his own daughter and that he had basically abandoned me, betrayed me, left me in the cold and stabbed me in the back. That's what it felt like for me. You know, sometimes you go through life, there are defining moments in your life that always stay with you. And I can tell you that this happened when I was five, a long time ago, and it never left me. It never left me. Now, I loved my dad more than anything in the world. I was a carbon copy of my dad. I'm the firstborn. I was brought up you know, to protect the house, to shoot guns, to be very um, full of a, a great work ethic, very, um, you know, honor, loyalty, trust was huge in our home. Uh, you had nothing without that. You know, your bond was your word. That was, that's the way it was back then. And to this day, I still value honor, integrity, and trust over anything. Um, there was no room for shame or lies or deceit. But what happened to me on the back end of that being five years old was I knew the reason why, and I knew that I had to go back and I had to, to give this back because I hadn't paid for it, but I, I felt betrayed. I felt abandoned and I felt like my father had chosen someone else over me and that carried through because it will show up in other places as me never feeling good enough because I wasn't accepted for me as I was. And that feeling of abandonment and betrayal when you're young as a child is, is um, heartbreaking. And it stays with you for a long time. So this came up for me the other day. And I figured I know people that need to hear this message. And they feel the same way because of what they've been through, especially if you were abandoned and betrayed as a child. Now, here's the thing. My father loved me dearly and I still loved him very much. And your parents, if you feel this way, they love you too. They were trying to guide you, right? They were trying to teach you right from wrong. Maybe they did it in the wrong way. Maybe you internalized it wrong because, you know, when you're an adult versus a child, you internalize things differently. Obviously that's just the way it is. You're mature, you know, you grow, you change. So here is the most important part I want you to take away from this. If you are still struggling with abandonment and, and what that causes is shame, fear, anger, loneliness, betrayal, these feelings, these are all lower level feelings. These are all low vibrational feelings. And what you're doing is you are pushing that back onto yourself and then radiating that out into the world and everyone around you. And it can make you very cynical and very bitter and very mistrusting of everyone around you very quickly. Because the way I saw it was, if 
the person that I love the most in the world. And I put him on this pedestal so high, so high. He was perfect. I mean, I worshiped the ground he walked on. If this person who I put up so high as being so perfect, who was supposed to love me more than anybody else and understand me more than anybody else, push me to the side, then everybody's going to push me to the side and nobody's going to understand me. Nobody's going to get me. Nobody's going to care for me. And they're all going to betray me. They're all going to leave me and they're all going to screw me. And so before that happens, I may self-sabotage. Now, remember, this is subconscious and this can show up personally in your personal life. It can show up in your career. It can show up spiritually. It can show up physically. It happened to me a lot of times professionally when things would get good in a job and I'd have very good jobs. I would self-sabotage because I knew I felt that the rug was being pulled out from under me. At some point I knew somebody's going to screw me. I just knew it. I, that's just the way I rolled somewhere along the line, either I'm not good enough and they're going to let, let me go, or maybe I'll just have to figure out a way myself, a way out myself to save myself. And I self-sabotage. Um, you know, I was let go of a bunch of jobs because of layoffs. Um, but I self-sabotage myself along the way as well. So this will show up for you is my point. When you hold on to abandonment and the feelings that come with it, the fear, the rage, the um, being ashamed and not feeling good enough, it, it stays with you. I can tell you that this day, that day when I was five years old, stayed with me my entire life. It never left me. Never. I never forgot that day. I learned my lesson, but I also did not realize subconsciously that I was carrying all this stuff around not being good enough and feeling abandoned by the person I love the most in the world. Okay. So what can you do about it? I'm a spiritual teacher. I've been getting downloads for the last year that I'm going to be start be, you know, give you drip, dripping them out to you. And the most important thing you can do is listen to your heart and your intuition. If this is coming up for you and this resonates for you, that I want to help you. And the way to do this is you need to release this and surrender. Now here's the funny part, right? I always thought that surrendering was weakness straight up. I believed in my mind that surrendering was weakness and I hate weakness. I hate weakness in people. That's the way, just the way I was brought up. You know, you need to be strong. You need to soldier on. You got to have a good work ethic. Don't give up, keep going. Um, but here's the thing I learned. Surrendering and forgiving are your biggest weapons that you have in your arsenal. Because what you do when you surrender is and say, I can't carry this anymore. I can't carry this. It's killing me. I can't do it. It's too big for me. Surrender this to God, to spirit, to the universe, to Buddha, to Muhammad, to the archangels, whatever you believe in. The entity that created the world, the entity that made the heavens and the light and the ocean and everything beautiful and made you, you need to surrender this. Why? Because when you do, it'll come off your shoulders. You know, you release this and Trust me, it's not a one and done thing because if you've had this for a very long time, 
you know, you need to surrender this frequently until you feel it actually move out of your, of your spirit and your heart. But if you keep saying, you know, all you have to do is say, listen, I can't carry this anymore. You know, God, please just, I, I surrender this to you. You will feel that it will come off your shoulders and it will free you in a way that you've never felt before because you don't want to go through life not trusting other people and feeling ashamed and sad and lonely and alone and have a lot of fear and doubt and self-sabotage yourself in your relationships at work, in personal relationships, spiritually with your creator. You don't want that. So here's a question I have for you today. Let me get real close so you can see right into my eyes. This is your choice. You can surrender or you can carry this. The choice is yours. What do you want to do? And my question to you is this, do you really want to carry this forever? Forever. Because I don't. And I just got, I, I, when this came up, I knew somebody out there needed to hear this. And if you can use my pain and my lessons for you to help you in your life, because I wish somebody had told me this 20 years ago. I would have surrendered it and it would have helped me in a lot of situations. It would have made me a better person. Just trust me on this one. If you can just surrender this, you'll be so much better off. And here's the other part of that. You need to forgive yourself because you process things as a child, the way you process them, the best way that you know how, of course you wouldn't do that today when you're an adult, but you did the best you could when you're a child, you have a child's mind. You've got to forgive yourself for seeing things the way you did. And maybe you held a grudge against that person. Let it go. So spiritual teachings are a big part of my life. And I'm going to give you one right now. And this one's on the heart because the heart is all I care about. And the heart is what I see. And that they really wanted me to read this to you. Um, the heart of any stone, like a crystal, is what holds it together. Like the heart of an opal, it also is true of both men and women's hearts. All have hearts. And it is what holds their love. It's a house for love, intuition, and goodness. When it's ignored, it shrivels and shuts down. This condition is terrifying and will bring about the illusion that you are completely and totally alone. A very real and powerful illusion the devil uses when you're at your weakest point. This is when your light and God's light comes in to help others to provide a way, a light like no other. And this is true. This is what I know to be true in my experience. Your heart is all I care about. I don't care what you're wearing. I don't care where you're from. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care about any of that. I care about the condition of your heart. When your heart is happy and radiates joy and love into the world, you can change the world. You can bring your gifts forward and everything will change. When you have mistrust and fear and abandonment and shame and anger and frustration, they're all lower level vibrations that you harbor in your heart. You disconnect from your heart. And when that happens, your heart doesn't work as well because your heart's a muscle. It's just like going to the gym. It needs to be, it needs to be fed love. So here's the thing. Forgive yourself. Surrender your pain. Surrender your betrayal. Surrender your thoughts that you were abandoned. Maybe you were abandoned for reals. 
or maybe your parents were just trying to give you a better life and it, it didn't, it didn't work the way anybody thought it would, or maybe it was too hard, or maybe it was just the wrong thing to do at the time. They did the best they could with what they had, just like you made your assumptions at five years old or seven years old or whenever it happened to you. But if you're an adult now, use forgiveness and surrender as a tool. It's a weapon that you can use in your favor. I keep this in my arsenal. I surrender and forgive all the time now, because here's another secret. I actually saw God, because every night when I pray, I like to say, you know, I, I forgive and surrender and I forgive others and forgive myself. And there was one person, um, that really, really is an evil person. She has a demon inside of her and people, there are people that are very evil and she really did some terrible things to my family, my sister and I, and let me tell you, I hated this person as a healer. I hated her. You could put me in a room with her for one minute. I don't need any weapons and I'll kill her. Like I really, 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 she did some stuff. That's just so bad. And I was saying, you know, God, you know, please forgive me for my sins. And he literally said to me, I can't forgive you unless you forgive her. And I went, okay. Because when you see or feel God or spirit or the universe, whatever you consider your creator in front of you saying, you need to forgive everyone. And if you don't, I can't forgive you. Well, that was an easy choice for me. And I have forgiven her and I do wish her well now because now I do see that she's a very conflicted, horrible person, but I don't have to carry that anymore. And as you go through this life, I don't want you to have to carry stuff that will hurt you and make you distrustful of other people. Stop the self-sabotage and let some of the stuff go. Let the anger go. Let this just let the anger go. Let the frustration go. Let the rage go. Let the betrayal go. And let the feeling that you were left behind because you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, because you are, you are worthy. You're perfect the way you are. So I hope this helps you. My superpower as an intuitive healer is being able to take negatives and turn them into positives. And I specialize in helping people reconnect to their hearts and making their hearts full of joy and love and happiness instead of fear of frustration and doubt. If you, you know, if this resonated with you, I hope it did. I'm so happy if it did, please leave me some comments. Let me know. I will be doing a lot more of these as I mean, from now on, it's going to be a lot because I have a lot to give to you. And um, I hope my personal story helps somebody. Um, you may have had it a lot worse than I did. And you may have never felt abandoned. And if you did, didn't, I hope that that's awesome. But if you did, I hope this helps you. And remember that this is your life and you can change anytime you want, because I used to think it would be hard to change and hard to forgive and hard to surrender. And it's not, all you have to do is say, you know what? I just changed my mind. That's it. Nobody's keeping score. There's nobody out there with a towel, you know, looking and going, Oh, you know, you said that you weren't going to do this. You said you weren't going to do that. It's not even happening. This is your life. And we all want the best life we can possibly have. So do yourself a favor and surrender and forgive yourself and forgive the people that did this to you because they were only doing their best, right? They're trying to give you a better life. 
So hope this helped. If you need help reconnecting to your heart, surrendering, forgiving, if you want more tools in your arsenal to have a better life where you don't self-sabotage and you get rid of some of the stuff that's really bringing you down, reach out to me. You can go to my website. You can email me. Let me know and I'm happy to help. All right, guys. Thank you. Take care.